you see something's either happened or it's about to happen. Of an unbelievable magnitude, a couple of years ago, I was in Japan wrestling and I saw a kid named Chris Benoit and it just flew off the page. That's a horseman. I went to WCW officials. I played a very big part in getting Chris Benoit here and he's exceed all of our expectations. And I told them the first rule is, Chris, anything you want in this sport, the road doesn't rise up to meet any man. You got to reach out and take it. But you see, there's an unwritten rule also, a cardinal rule. It doesn't just apply to wrestling or sports. It applies to every, every, every aspect of a man's life. Number one, you take care of your family. Rule number two, you don't mess around in another man's family. Family. Hey, yo, this is another episode of the Steven from the Old Time Podcast. Listen to my dad. He's awesome. Welcome to a new episode, a very, very, very special episode of Steven from the Old Time Podcast featuring my man, my the one and only, the one and only Eddie Guerrero. Milenko, we're doing it. It's a very special episode releasing on a Thursday for the fifth year anniversary of Supreme Blyantel from Westside Gun. Milenko, you, we're both excited for this shit. I, man, we did Fly God for the fifth year anniversary together a couple of years back. And now it's time for Supreme Blyantel, Chris Benoit. God is the greatest. Oh, Amen. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm. I'm not gonna spend time talking. How asking you how you are? I don't give a. <laughs> fuck. I don't give a fuck how you feeling today. I just want to talk about this album. <laughs> Yo, it's. Can you believe it's the fifth year anniversary? Number one of our friendship. Yeah. Think of it that way. Yes. Think of it that way because yep. this is the first West Side Gun album you got into if i'm not mistaken right yep and this is the first album you recommended to me okay we're gonna get to why i recommended it to you because i heard you were like a a a hip-hop guy and whatever and i was like yeah i heard that a million times but then when you told me that and i went and check it out i went i went i got serious okay so we are here together we are doing a 50 year anniversary of West Side Gun Supreme Blind Tell album. Let's get into it. Let's figure it out. Let's talk about this. I'm excited. I'll be honest with you. Since 2023 hit and I looked at anniversaries and I saw Supreme Blind Tell by West Side Gun, I, I was excited. Dude, I was excited. I told you a couple of months ago, this is an episode we need to do. This is an episode we need to promote. This is an episode we really need to get our fucking hands dirty in. And we've been, we've been, we've been studying. I listened to this album, no joke, for the last two weeks, every day. Every yeah, me fucking too. day. Okay? Me too. Um, so let's introduce the album. This album came out in 2018, June the day that, it, that we're releasing this episode. 22. Okay. Why do you find that it's important that we're doing this episode? Why do you think a Supreme Blind Tell 50-year anniversary episode is important? Uh, because of um, the impact it had on me personally, uh, on us as friendship. And I think it's mostly 
because it put me back in into that hardcore hip hop. I thought I thought it was pretty much done for it. I, I didn't care as much for it. And when I heard this, it put me on the whole Griselda map. And that's a big map. And that's a huge map. And we talked about it lately with Mickey Diamond. You know, when you discover an album or an artist and you go back and everything is golden. And you're like, oh, where was I all this time? Well, that happened to me with this album. And it has influenced my last five years of listening to rap music. So that's why I think it's an important album. So to me, doing an episode on this is because just of... Again, the impact of Supreme Blindtel, West Side Gun, and how he integrated wrestling into this album. Mm-hmm. And how important just the album cover of it, um, just how he used Chris Benoit. And we all know what Chris Benoit did to his family. And we know we all know how big of a wrestler Chris Benoit was, but how we integrated Chris Benoit into this album and naming it a second name to the album, Chris Benoit, and having Chris Benoit part of the merch, part of the intro, mm-hmm. having a song named after his finishing move. Mm-hmm. That's a huge impact for me as a listener. Okay. Let's get into how you got into this album. So the uh, it's because of you. So thank you. We were we were talking, we were talking a bit. We're trading idea uh, not ideas, but we're trading what we like. What where we were you like where were you working? You were working with my with my wife. Exactly, exactly. And she told me about the purple tape that you had and all that, that gift she gave. And I was like, okay, if he wanted that as a gift, I mean, he's a, he, he knows his shit, okay? Because he knows his music is important. So I was, he, she talked to me about your collection and all that. So, and like I told you, how many guys we met that they're like, oh, I love rap music. And then they put up the first artist, they listen to his straight shit. I slapped them. <laughs> so, that that uh so when we started talking i remember you told me uh hey 11 times okay to and i couldn't remember his fucking name because i didn't write it down nothing it was just like so when i finally listened to him i think the first album i listened to him is fly god by mistake because i remember the red i remember the red cover Mm -hmm. and then you told me no 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 you need to this came out you need to go out and it was probably you weeks after it was probably one or two weeks after i listened to it for the first time mm-hmm. and i remember so the first time listening it the first time i remember listening to it it was a hot summer morning i was hangover as hell <laughs> i couldn't you know when you're hangover and you can't stand and yep. you still smell the alcohol and i woke up no shower I went to this place. I'm in a car with a friend, right? And I put, I'm like, I need to re-listen to this album. Let me just put this album. I need to re-listen to it. It's all wrestling names. I need to check it out. And man, we put this in and my friend is not a big hip hop fanatic, but when those booms come on and those ad-libs, she was like, oh, this is funny. And his voice his voice got his first time he's like this is high pitch he has a high pitch voice and man i was and i remember telling her like yo 
The first is Big Homie Arn. That's Arn Anderson. Okay. Then there's Dean Milenko. Okay. Then there's uh, RVD, Elizabeth, Mean Gene. Like all those are wrestling references. I don't know if you get that, but that's so like deep. There's Sabu. There's a name. There's a, a, a Sabu song. Like those are hard references. That's not everyday references because all the rappers use. Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, all those references, you know. So I was like, okay, this is this guy know. And then when you hear the bars and the beats, man, the beats, fuck. Let's go at it. Okay. So when, when do you listen the first time to okay, this? Okay, so well, I listen. Okay. <laughs> I love it. So first of all, before we get into when I first started listening, I remembered how I got you into West Side Gun. I remember the conversation. I used to come and see you all the time at work. I used to say Malenko. West Side Gun, West Side Gun, go listen to Griselda, mm-hmm. Conway the Machine, Benny, blah, 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 blah. And then I remember I came and I said, I remember I walked up the stairs where you were working. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I said, Malenko, West Side Gun just dropped an album. It's called Supreme Blind Tell. It's almost all wrestling titles. You're going to yeah. like it because I knew you were a wrestling fan. And yeah. I said, go listen to it. There's so much wrestling stuff yeah. on it. You're going to love it. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's what gravitated you towards him is because I said wrestling. Yeah, 100%. 100 And I it's remember like, that like it was yesterday. I came up the stairs. You were working. I said, dude, you got to yes. listen to this. Yeah. Go, go. Yeah, yeah. And then and then it took off the relationship. Yeah. Um, the first time I listened to it was on release day. Uh, again, I don't want to be the guy that says it. I started listening to West Side Gun in 2016 with Fly God, and I could not wait for this because it was anticipated. He was talking about it. And you know the way West Side Gun is uh, when he puts out an album, he says that it's the best project he's ever done. Yeah, all and, the time. Yeah. And he pushes it, and he posts something about it. And he and for me as a, a huge West Side Gun fan and listening to all the Hitlers and listening to the Fly God and all the projects, I was super excited. I was like, this dude's putting out another project. It integrated with Chris Benoit. Mm-hmm. I need to hear this. And then I remember, first of all, it's in June. It's about a week and, and a bit or a week after my birthday. So having an album being released in June gets me excited. Okay. And he put this out. And I remember I was listening to it. And I remember I was listening to it on a computer. Okay, on my my computer that I put all my music to, and I bought it right away on iTunes. I ripped it to my computer and I just listened to it. And I'm telling you now, as a wrestling fan, as soon as I heard Arn Anderson on the intro, (laughs) I was blown away. I was like, when the fuck did Arn Anderson talk about Chris Benoit this way? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know where you found that uh, that sound clip. And my first impression of the album was, holy fuck. Because it was so different than the Hitlers. And it was so different than Fly God. Because the dude, it wasn't all about West Side Gun on this album. He was pushing Benny. He was pushing Benny's career. He was like, Crime Apple. We'll get to the Crime Apple song on here. Mm-hmm. He was, I was like, who the fuck is Crime Apple? Like, he wasn't just shining on this. He was pushing different artists. But dude, the impression I have of West Side Gun and how he 
comes onto this album, I was just blown away. I was just blown away. I was like, how does a hip hop album with a sound that sounds like this actually exist in 2018? And that's a th that's a, that's the other thing that's for me. It's it's the year. You know, it's like 2018. Like these albums weren't getting popular like that. Oof. Like it wasn't coming out. No one. We had we we always had like the the main uh the main underground guys keeping it, holding it down. You know, but they weren't throwing albums like he did on this run on Griselda run. So they kept it alive and man they put a lot of people on the map for me actually for me and bring him back we're gonna tell about who the names that he brings back on this but for 2018 some of these rappers some of these producers they weren't on the map so they bring he brings them back so so let's get into the track list okay yeah, yeah. so we spoke about the intro big yeah. homie arn it's basically Talking about chris benoit Talking about Chris Benoit, how he got him yes. into WCW, how he came in, and the voice of Arn Anderson have a great voice. So just with that intro and the way he brings him in, I think that's how Westside Gun talks about bringing in Benny the Butcher and Conway. I think so, that's my idea. So you're you're basically you're on the point with that so the big mm -hmm. homie arn intro if nobody knows who arn anderson is he is a wrestler that's been wrestling for since the early 80s may i don't want to be i want to be that guy and get the dates wrong but since the early 80s he's been part of wcw he's been part of wwf if i'm not mistaken for a certain amount of time he's yeah. been part of the four horsemen with rick flair he is that old school wrestling style okay and for this guy to go out and find chris benoit who was wrestling in japan at the time and mm -hmm. bring him to professional wrestling in the united states of america this was huge yeah this was huge and to your point exactly that's like West Side Gun bringing what bringing Benny the Butcher and Conway the Machine to hip hop. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay? And the intro. Look, Chris Benoit killed his family. We all know that. But besides that, Chris Benoit was an extraordinary wrestler. Okay. And intense. For, he was an intense wrestler. Technical. He couldn't do it all, and he was super intense. And that's why I think because. Arn Anderson is the same, like super intense on the ring. Insane. Arn Anderson is a wrestler. Arn Anderson is a an intense physical wrestler. The guy he'll attack your body, pause, mm -hmm. and <laughs> really just put you out. That's an intense wrestler. And for him to find Chris Benoit in wrestling and to bring him to WCW was huge because he pushed Chris Benoit. And that intro just means so much to just basically what West Side Gun has done for hip hop. It's in that intro. Yeah. It's in that intro. That's, by the way, what I did at the beginning of this episode. Uh, song number two. <laughs> song number two. Malenko, before we get into song number two. Yeah. For many years that I've known you, you've told me that this is one of the best intros to an album. Yeah, I think so. I honestly, I for hip hop be for a hip hop album, my underground mostly for the underground because sometimes underground rap 
they just the intro is too long or they try something and it it doesn't work for me but this one man the beat that loop and it's derringer the producer so the beat is the song is gods don't bleed okay produced and by derringer derringer by derringer, derringer in-house producer of griselda and it starts with benny the butcher and that's my first time listening to benny the butcher probably i heard him on featurings but i didn't realize it was him but dude his verse on that shit is fucking amazing, dude. It's amazing. To start off the album, Malenko. So we're going to get into it. West Side Gun doesn't even start off his own album. Yeah. He's pushing Benny the Butcher. And you see Benny on different tracks on this album. But West Side Gun doesn't even start his album off. He's not the first to go on on, on his first song on his on his album he's the and that's third. huge that's huge because for a rap you know for a rap fanatic like versus when you're placed is there's a it ticked to it you know what i mean there's a it's kept to it it means something i mean if you go last it's because you're the kill this is why inspector deck was the first dude to go at it because inspector deck can open up that track so to open up your own album with you not rapping on the first verse is huge it's huge it's huge so he starts off the album with benny the butcher even the fbi said the squad was violent they labeled us young wild and homicidal but hustle treat my last shit like it's some kind of bible because i drove my last brick and a honda pilot missing fathers he named he never got his guidance could they got got in the game and never got his input when i decided i'm not surprising not as nice as griselta and I'm bright as my elders off white at Coachella. <laughs> and that's and and that's the thing that we probably said a million and hundred times in the podcast. But uh, like you cannot, you know, when you're fluid and you can hear every word and you can hear every every sentence, every bar, and it's striking. Like that's what Benny has is is striking is one flow and he hits you and you hear everything and the syllables are just put together and he paints a picture for you and that's for me why Tana Talk 3 is so such a good album Tana Talk 4 is why his body of work is so intense is because he can't do that and that's why he's one of an elite MC he in this day pictures. and age he paints he, pictures yeah so when he started that and that loop the, that loop, that that female voice that is soulful, is looped, is dominant, it's it's solid, man. It's a mid. It's not the. It's not the. It's not slow. It's not so fast. It's like a mid tempo beat, and it just goes. And that's why Derringer does his best. He can do those slow ass one note loop. And just kill you, or you can do that middle with the loop with the voice. Perfect. I love that intro, man. That you're gonna hear it later, but that's one of my favorite songs. High level of the album for me. Second verse on the track is now West Side Gun. It's Jada Kiss. Yeah. And, and he brings back Jada. Uh, any any person that's listening to my podcast right now. Anybody that's a huge Jadakiss fan, because I know there's people that are listening that are Jadakiss fans. This this is grimy street Jadakiss. 
Yeah, the, is the voice of Jada is iconic, and on this beat, I feel like you know it's like great. It's like a fucking rock. His voice, you know, it's gravely. Can is that a word? Gravely. Is, <laughs> is you that just, a fucking you word? Just, you just made a new word. I'm putting it in the Oxford Dictionary. It's fucking what a fucking voice, man. Yeah, gravely. You see a picture of fucking Jada kiss doing ha ha, but yeah. No, it's amazing. His verse is amazing on that too, man. But how crazy. So you start off your album with Benny the Butcher, who you're pushing at this point. Jay the Kiss. So Jay the Kiss, usually you put him at the end. No? Yeah. But yeah, you, put you put Jay him at the, the end. Kiss right in the middle. So you're listening to a West Side Gun album and you just have two guys on there that are, that are not you. Jada Kiss came. <laughs> I rolled them backs. I sold them packs. Started with the girl, never should have showed him smack. Yeah, I love that line. <laughs> But I love the when he when what does he say in the entry? It says like something about a ah oh man, I I don't know the He's first talking line about New of, York. He's talking about New York in the first track. Yeah, they say New York's full. They run in because they say New York's full. <laughs> But I didn't um, say his grace and he died in his first fork full. Oh, no, man. It's an amazing, amazing verse. And then it's West Side Gun. You hey, know, yo, and- Mac, with the serial scratch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Acne Studio Bucket has stuff with cracks 12, 12, 12 lumberjacks. lumberjacks. Yeah, I love that. And it's, again, his voice is a bit like, um, like I, I, the same. It's, it's such a. Squeaky voice, man. It's such a squeaky voice. Who else got like a squeak? Like, uh, man, I try like, um, uh, Danny Brown has like a squeaky ass voice. Who else got like those small voices like that? The, the top of my head, like that. You know what this reminded me of? There's a, there's a bunch of people with squeaky voices, but you know what West Side Gun coming on third on this was like it's WrestleMania. Mm. All the people are coming out and he mm-hmm. comes out last with the belt. Yeah. And his verse is the shortest of all three of them. Yeah. And it sets you up. If you never listen to a West Side Gun, he sets you up exactly what he's going to give you for all his album, all his verses. He's going to talk about art. He's going to talk about high fashion and grimy, <laughs> all grimy and drive-bys and... Like prison, prison, a lot of prison talk, a lot of like Chanel mask in the robbery, like all those type of stuff. So it's a mix of the grimy with the looks. One of the best intros to an album ever. Love if that song. You, if you don't like, if you don't agree with me, then I'll slap you. Uh, song number three, Dean Malenko, not Milenko, but Dean Malenko. If anybody knows who Dean Malenko is, he's probably one of the best WCW wrestlers of all time. Yeah. One of the best technical wrestlers in the ring, technical wrestlers of all time. And just a a, a great mind of wrestling. He, he always like mapped out these matches super well. If you want to go and see matches with him and Jericho, those are classics all the time. In WCW, when he used to give the backbreaker. Oh, he, he has him and Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> oh, 
do some crazy matches, bro. All all those matches with Eddie, with all all those guys, man. With Chris Benoit, man, he used to just kill it, and that's why he puts him on on here again. Dean Malenko has always been aff- affiliated with Chris Benoit, being like the mentor of Chris Benoit. So yeah. here we go, and that's my yeah, Dean Malenko. Fuck, that's why Milenko, Dean Malenko. That's my Instagram name. Fuck. Give me two bricks, I stretch it to five. I'm a yeah. stretch it. I'm a stretch it to five. That's Give a me nice... two bricks, I stretch it to five. <laughs> yeah. And that's again, that's for, for my first time listening. I remember. Like the stretch of words, and I, and that's another thing that Westside does that underground rappers do more now because of him. I think that's a big impact he did. But those singing, those oh. stretching the words, and you know, even though they sing bad, they know they sing bad, but they do it on purpose. You know, they want to do it anyway. Um, like when the the last album when he did when he did pray for Paris. Yes. Tyler the creator when he opens up his verse he says okay I'm gonna do my gun shit and he starts singing bad and just yeah. stretching those words that's exactly a West Side Gun like Tyler the creator just gave it to you what is a West Side Gun so I, I love that that piano sample from Derringer produced that, by Derringer when Derringer gets those piano beats man he can do some grimy shit with it man Oh, it's and- just violent violent gangster rap it's crazy how much Derringer is on this album and how much Derringer shines on this album. It's man. Anyways, we're just at song three and I'm already freaking out. You're already sweating. Give me two bricks. I stretch it to five. I'm a stretch it to five. Cocaine and cocaine. I'm most like, you know, people. I don't I don't know if people get those references. I I can't I know because I, I fucking know, you know, because I, I saw it in movies, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah, fucking you get those references, you know. So if uh, you when when those things happen, man, it just makes me laugh. Like, give me two bricks, I stretch it to five. Like, um, come on, dude. Like, that's exactly what our coke rapper is, you know. So fuck. I love I love D D Milenko is him alone as well. Eh? So I love it. Love it's a it. two minute, it's like two minute song. Love it. And he just goes at it, man. Goes at it. Then uh, you want to uh, go to four? Let's go to four. Brutus featuring Benny the Butcher and Conway La Machina. Yeah, and right off the bat, like when he starts that beat, I don't think I I, I fuck. I say I don't think you're gonna remember this. Hold on a second. Fucking... Hold on a second before you yeah. continue. Who produced yeah. this track? Because it's very Pete important that Pete we Rock. highlight Pete Motherfucking Rock. Pete Rock produced this track. You're listening to West Side Gun in 2018, and you have a produced track by Pete Rock. Hello. Come on. Come well, on. Hello. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. The fuck and, is going on? And the intro of that song, the first snippet is like a it makes me think of like um it's a like a a dub reggae dub beat. <laughs> yeah. And those old mixtapes like Sublime would would have done that shit for an intro. It's a fucking weird beat for Pete Rock. It's a fucking weird beat for Pete Rock, dude. There's no piano in there. Is there some piano? No, there's no piano. It's just fucking that's that's a synth that goes up and down up and down it's it's a crazy song crazy song um, and 
as the song with Benny the Butcher and Conway the Machine. Is it the only song with Conway on the album? Yes. Yes. Uh Yes, because we were so used to hearing West Side Gun and Conway, West Side Gun and Conway, that we switched it up, and now we're hearing West Side Gun and Benny, West Side Gun and Benny, and a couple of features from Conway. But did Conway come correct? Did Conway come correct? One of my favorite, favorite, favorite Conway bars is on this song. My young boys eating like they never seen the drought in my trap. Everybody weighing like it's Keenan house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does a lot of those uh he's punchlines. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. His punchlines are ridiculous. This is a classic Griselda, but for people like let if you're gonna make a playlist of all three of them together, this is probably one of the last songs you put on there. But for guys like myself and you, this mm-hmm. is a standout track. Oh, definitely because this is a standout track for those three put together because the beat is so original it sounds so different than what griselda is used to doing that this is like this is big like it's pete rock oh they the the thing is it's a weird beat and they go so well at it they go so well at it that's the thing that it's really a weird beat for people who love like love hip-hop beats okay you know Pete Rock. So for him to produce an album, a song like this, it's so weird. It's so weird and it's, it works so well. It works so well. For those three guys giving that beat, I think if you give that beat to maybe 50 rappers, there will be some guys that will skip that. There will be some guys that will mm-hmm. skip that. They'll be like, Pete, are you fucking kidding me right now? How can How I you rhyme on this? <laughs> yeah. Danny Brown would have taken that beat. Absolutely. But, other than that, people would have been like, what the fuck? How do I rap on this? You know what I mean, so no, uh, iconic beat. And it's it's an iconic song for the three of them. Absolutely. I put it out there on the best songs for the three. Uh, song number five. Oh, Amherst Station. Yeah, you get the palate cleanser. You get the palate cleanser because you just <laughs> so started good. with three. Because you just started with three fucking killers. So Amherst Station is produced by Derringer and you uh, get a more soft, more down tempo with Westside Pudi. With Westside Pudi as the intro. Hey yep. yo, it's Westside Pudi and stop copying off my daddy. Money don't make you fly, God. God is the greatest. And y'all still broke. This is Griselda. Yeah, and that's iconic. Again, uh, iconic. Oh yeah. man. This is a one minute, one minute. 32 second track of just West Side Gun all alone, just talking about cocaine and fashion and just being who he is. Yeah, and it's 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 short and sweet. But the beat, Malenko. Yeah, it was one of my favorite beats. That I wish it was longer. But at the same time, he put it in so perfectly as number five right there, like the palate cleanser, because you just got two, three, you got just three. Tugged out beats, so these ones is gonna just panic cleanse, and it is jazzy. Derringer did a great job at it, and you hear a full West Side Gun verse, and I love that. I love I love that song. I love that song. 
Uh, the next song, <laughs> RVD. RVD. <laughs> Featuring Keisha Plum. Now, I was waiting. This is probably the highlight of the episode for me. RVD is top five wrestlers of all time for me. You know, if you come into my room in the basement, there's an RVD toy. The first ever RVD toy when he joined WWF, WWE, still in the motherfucking box in my room. And then if you look to where I am on my right in my room, I have RVD with the Intercontinental Championship on my right. Okay. Yeah. To have a song named after one of my favorite wrestlers and to have a line that says, I'll splash you on, splash the brick on some Rob Van Dam." Yeah, yeah, I love that. With a beat produced by, produced Again, by fucking the fucking pro- Derringer. Derringer. Produced by Derringer. Again, featuring Keisha Plum with the Keisha Plum poem outro. Again, Derringer, man. But how, oh. Malenko? How can he kill it so much? How I, he, I, I think he not- did it on purpose to just put Derringer at first. He's talking about cocaine and splashing the brick on some Rob Van Dam shit. And you know Rob Van Dam's finisher is the five-star frog splash. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love his flow on this because it's it's short, it's it's just small bars one after the other. it's not big, it's not big as bars. It's small bars one after the other. And you the first and you get so many fashion references of shit that I don't know that I don't know. Like he says, like a Mona Lisa off-white. Uh, 40 below fights like I, I all those stuff that he he comes out of his of his I'm, mind is luxury i'm gonna tell you something about this album and this song is that west side gun is talking about brands that people are wearing now that are popular now before they got popular palm angel uh he's talking about so many different brands that are popular today today yeah. Yeah. And he was talking about it in 2018. Okay. Yeah, I, he's he's talking about like like really like reference like he referenced a lot of niche thing about fashion that I still don't know what the fuck he means. It's probably one piece that he saw about like this one designer did one little thing. He talks about like a, a JJ uh JJ Vance Trench. I don't know what JJ Vance Trench is still, but he's standing rich. He said standing rich and a JJ Vance Trench. But Malenko, th- which which rapper is talking about fashion as much as he does? Seriously. Yeah. Splash the brick on some Rob Van Dam shit. That's the, one of the best West Side gun lines I've ever heard. Yeah, no, it's a, a excellent beat, excellent beat. And then, and then you you want to pass to the other one right away. Let's go. There's uh, the number seven, Elizabeth, and that's produced by the best producer of all time, <laughs> Alchemist. Yeah, yeah. And what what can I say? Where did I start with this? Again, like Elizabeth. It's a four-minute song, and it goes by like it's two minutes. It's like a one-minute-and-a-half song. I love that song. Can't nobody fuck with me. Yeah. Oof. I'm that one. Oof. Keep the Mac-10 for that fuckery. Get you some. Wishing gun could see me now. Wow. <laughs> that singing and just... Dude, this guy is just... Not even in his prime at this point. This guy is just... 
being noticed in 2018, and he's telling you that nobody could fuck with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and no. the chorus. No. Wish bacon can see me now. A fuck. I love that, and it's again that one is the most reference prison talk shit that you can get. People won't understand what the fuck he means on that. Um, the beat by Alchemist, those saxophones is jazzy, and that saxophone sample he used for that, those saxophones, like the way he layered that fucking thing is ugh. The beat is just sets up so well for just West Side Gun. And I heard West Side Gun back then talk about that beat and um, about the doing that song. And he just went in, he listened to the song, and he didn't write shit. He had like a bit of a verse written. But when he started, I know some uh, only wear the Supreme shit. Like he just started like going at it with that flow and it worked perfectly. He just West went at Ligon it. West Side Gun could see me now. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's a. Uh, okay, I, question for you: When we saw them live, did he play Elizabeth or no? No, no, I, we would have. I lost probably would have killed myself. I would have lost it. I would have lost it. Honestly, I would have lost it. What a highlight into the album! Highlight production, highlight track, and just his singing again. We 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 continuously say about his singing that it's not great singing, but it's 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 singing. And in yeah, it's singing and the signature about West Side Gun, and that's the thing that I think people don't like him, don't like him for. Fuck them, I'll slap it's, them. It's because of the the way he just he throws things. He's not gonna be verse hook, verse hook, chorus, and like he goes at it. He, he if he wants to throw a hook. Or a chorus, or whatever the, a Brit, whatever the fuck you want. After two bars, he'll do it, you know. So it's it's not in order. Don't expect there to go for an order. He's just gonna throw stuff. And Elizabeth is one of like you don't think it's a four minute song. Why? Because it's not an order. It's not an order. Hooks is is not a hook. Is not placed where the hook is supposed to be placed. Mm -hmm. So that's so good. That's one thing that I always loved about him. When he says he two bricks, he'll stretch it to five. That's what he does with a song. Sorry, yeah, that's yeah, what it yeah, is. yeah, yeah. Song eight, produced by the Alchemist again, Mean Gene. Another Oof. great track. Another great track. Mean Gene, Mean is Gene Okerlund. If anybody knows who the hell Mean Gene Okerlund. He's an announcer, okay, in mm -hmm. wrestling. Rest in peace, Mean Gene Okerlund. When I grew, when I was growing up listening to wrestling, whether it was WWF, WW, WCW, Mean Gene Okerlund was the guy that would interview you. He was the guy that would announce you. He mm -hmm. is a legend. Yeah. Okay. And to start off this song, it's Mean Gene and Macho Man. And you need to don't to seven to seven to Elizabeth to Mean Gene. You get the Why Chris Why by Mick Foley at the Ugh. end. You remember Why Chris so, Why? And the crazy thing about it is reminiscing about the whole situation. It gives me the chill still. Like you're like, oh my god, he put that shit in the album. Like that's crazy, you know. So and then you go to Mean Gene, and at first listen, at first and when I. 
I told you this before, but the first song, the, the first song of West Side Gun, they made me come back, come back to the album, come back, is this one. It's not Elizabeth, it's not Brutus, it's not those, uh, no, it's not the Steiners, it's, it's me and Gene, because I was shook about how the fuck someone's gonna rap. It's just that beat, the, it's just a, a woman loop, it's just a voice loop. They just said is like ah and it's again, again and again and again. And right? who produced it? It's the best, uh, the best producer, the best producer of all time, of all time. D. Allen, the chemist. And it's crazy because West Side Gun's lyric again is all fashion lyrics. Yep, all fashion. And hey yo, how you gonna walk with all that jewelry, the jewelry on load? Christian ceilings for your god floors out on Fairfax chandeliers in the Porsche. Like <laughs> I love, I love, I love when he comes in and again, like it got me coming back again because of the, of the weirdness of the odd, the odd vibe to the song. And these are, me, these are Gene, type, yeah, but these are the type of beats that Alchemist had that nobody's used. And what's that guns like? Fuck, this is weird enough for me. Let me use it. Yeah. And I love the ba- the bass, how it rebounds in the back. Thum, 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 thum. Like, it, it's just a rebound. There's no drums. It's I, I love that song. I love that. And it still gives me the chills when I listen to it because it always reminds me, this is the song that got me hooked because I, I love the style of this, this imagery. And, you know, my number one song of West Side Gun is still uh, The Almighty. And I, I feel like Mean Gene is something that's really similar to the Almighty. It's just execution music. That's absolutely. It's like if if rap had a genre, that was the black metal of that's absolutely. the that's the black metal of of hip hop for me. So yeah. Song number nine, Steflon Don, produced by Sadhu Gold and Nephew Hesh. Cephalon, Cephalon is a, it's an intriguing, it's, it's a, it's a weird beat as well. But, but let, let's do it this way. Song number nine and 10. So Steflon Don number nine and Sabu number 10. Mm-hmm. Very awkward beats to rap on. Yeah. And it could have been one song cut in in half. Yeah. Honestly, it's, it's a. Sedon, uh, Seflon Don is one minute, it's two minutes, let's say, and Sabu is just a minute song. And let's let's tell the people if you don't know who the hell Sabu is, Sabu is one of the biggest hardcore legends in wrestling history. He was on ECW, he used to fight with RVD, uh, he used to fight with Taz, he used to fight against the Dudley Boys, he used to fight against uh. What was his name? Sadman? Sadman, yeah. Like, he is a hardcore legend. This is the type of guy that would put his body on the line against you in any style of match. Sabu is a legend, and he is a genius for hardcore wrestling. And still doing it. He's still doing it, huh? That guy, did you see the way he looks? Yeah, Yeah, he's missing half his teeth. He fought uh, Chris Bernard on uh, AEW lately. Yeah, no, it's it's insane. If Chris Jericho, who? Uh, Chris Jericho. Who yes, they were hitting each other with the yeah. chairs. You said yeah, Chris yeah, yeah. Benoit. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, but um, Cephalon Don for the beat again. It's so weird because it's a, like a guitar just stringing. Yeah. It's just is is no fuck. It's just a string of guitar. It's like if you hit your guitar and you let it rock, and that's the beat. 
and it, it with the a you like that fucking voice sample hey yo and then he comes in beautiful again a weird fucking beat most of the people i don't think will listen to that those are two songs that people will people that listen to hip-hop and want to get into west side gun won't listen to those two tracks fyr but people yeah. like myself and you those are tracks that we like because it's so different than the original hip-hop sound hip-hop beat it gives me like a mad lib ver it gives me like absolutely a, it gives me like a, a mad lib type of beat absolutely it's something madlib would have loved you know when madlib got into like sampling a lot of uh, songs from uh, middle east mm -hmm. and he, i think that's like a quasimodo thing that's Oof. what he would have loved Oof. like that beat yeah uh song number 11 11 brass face brippler which technically is crippler crossface Backwards with the bees mm -hmm. mm -hmm. featuring Benny the Butcher featuring Busta Rhymes. Yeah, it's it's a it's a crazy it's a oh man. Brothface Rippler featuring Benny the Butcher. This is his third song that he's on. Yeah, featuring Busta Rhymes. Knock knock. Who's there? Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes, where have you been all these years? Hold on a second. I'm on a motherfucking West Side Gun album. On an Alchemist beat. On an Alchemist beat. Come on, dude. Oh, man. I. These people, I don't understand, dude. What Buster Rhymes did on that verse, dude. It, again, for me, when, when I get, of course, when. Music gives me a, a type of reaction when you're alone. You know, when you're alone and it gives you a reaction, mm -hmm. you, it's powerful. Like okay? when I give you a phone call and I start screaming on the phone? Yes. Or when, <laughs> like, I remember first time hearing, like, uh, let's say a fucking uh, uh, damn. Damn, when I first time and Kendrick just goes off in the intro, I jump up my seat. I was standing, I was standing alone. Like that Buster Rhymes when he came in. And I heard those verses, dude. It made me laugh like at two, two, three, four lines. I was like, oh, Buster, like, go ahead, Buster Rhymes. Like, kill that fucking thing, dude. Kill it. So, Brassface Brippler is Crippler Crossface, which is Chris Benoit's finishing move. Okay. West Side Gun, Ayo, Rock and Calabasas. Calabasas. Amazing way to start, start the song. West Side Gun's versus. Amazing, very short. Then you got Benny that comes yep. in. And then you got fucking Busta Rhymes. Listen to me. For all the people out there that listen to hip hop, this is one of Busta Rhymes' most amazing verses because you would not expect Busta Rhymes to talk the way he talks. And he Slow. has never spoken yeah. about the shit he speaks about in a song until he linked up with Benny the Butcher and West Side Gun on a West Side Gub album. Let's be honest with each other here. I cut coke like I'm chopping beets. They call me Mr. Wealth Bay. Master the chef, I'm cooking coke. They call me Salt Bay. Bitches bag my crack while I'm fucking in short stay. I'll brag about flipping coke while I somersault the yay. Insane. Insane. What? Those bars were insane. Were you, listen were you listening to Buster Rhymes saying shit like that and when disaster strikes or ELE? Or I'm the coming. 
No. Or I'll make it clap. Yeah, no. No. I'll make it clap. No. No. No, 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 no. Your co good, but I'm your worker is what you're supposed to say at a hookah lounge with a waitress serving coke. Now stiff it off the tray. Well, I celebrate a birth this evening. Pop the bottle, cork and spray. Pop your bitch till I'm sleeping. So my bread, y'all forced to pay. Come on. Come on. Come on, dude. Come on, dude. Like, again, that when he starts speaking in Spanish and blood out on the perico, bendito, like, Federico. like, man, what do you say? Like, bless all the people that die for uh, while we count bread over mojitos, like all those shit, man. Again, I think West Side Gun heard the beat, said, you know what? Penny's going to go. And Busta, you hear, just fucking go slow and go listen to Benny and go at it, man. I think I think Busta probably heard the, the two verses first. And he went like, okay, I'm with these guys now. I need to go. I think I think that's a straight. He took straight inspiration of Benny for that. I think so. I think so. I'm just Malen- speculating here. But, but Malenko, when did the fuck did you ever hear Busta Rhymes rap like that? Slow, yeah, slow, and and people, I heard because I saw a lot of critics preparing for this episode, and some people don't really? like their verse. Tell them yeah. to go fuck themselves. <laughs> they don't know hip hop. Sorry, some people don't like the verse about it, and uh, the the one of my favorites album reviewers is a dead hand hip hop. They yes. love this fucking thing. They come went on. crazy for this. Come on, so like, yeah, come on, fuck. Yeah, yeah. For me, in 2018, Busta Rhymes, like bringing him back, put him on here. Come on. You, Busta, again, I'm going to repeat myself. Busta Rhymes does not rap like this. End of no. story. Song number 12, Spanish Jesus featuring Crime Apple. Featuring Crime Apple, produced by La Musica de Harry Fraud. <laughs> okay. <laughs> La okay. Musica de Harry Fraud. I'm stubbing chavos in my pantalones. Mommy nervous <laughs> while What's I'm it? leaving Chilean bendiciones. I love that shit. This is the first time I heard Crime Apple. This was amazing. Yeah, me too. I was I, the first I, time. I, we spoke about it. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. Who yeah. the fuck is Crime Apple? Who is this dude? Again, yeah. West Side Gun getting people on his tracks that nobody knows about. And they're starting his songs. He's pushing these people to the next level. Yeah. And, and, um, you know, naming the song Spanish Jesus, the inspiration for the guitar, because uh, Arifad, for for his production, this is pretty similar of similar of what he would do. Yes. Usually, this is not like a Pete Rock type of situation no. we had in first, but Harry Fraud produced something that he would actually produce, but it's still really low key, and that guitar is really grimy. Yeah, you know that little guitar coming down, uh, those uh, high notes. You hit the high notes, like, and then it goes for the, and then for the hook, it goes and like goes a little bit deeper into the riff of the guitar. But um, people think it's a weak point of the album. I think actually, what? yeah. Who I said think, that? I, I see people on online. They I, should I, listen I thought, to my podcast. They shouldn't fucking fuck them. <laughs> I'll send them the link. But, send them uh, the link. Yeah, I'll send them the, the link for it. But um, Really good track. Really, really good track because it breaks up the album. It puts something different into the album. People, I don't know what people want. I don't understand how people listen to albums anymore. Everybody wants the same shit. Fuck you. This song is great. This song is great. 
I love it. And uh, again, Crime Apple doing he's he's a slow rapper, but he's intricate with his words. It, Absolutely. And he says things that normal he, he would say thing that goes out. Like he's not gonna say it like everyone says. He's gonna say it differently. He mixes the Spanish in there. Like again, I I, I really love this uh, this thing. I really love the his reference. And again, put West I gonna put him in first means a lot. Next song, the Steiners. Oof, produced out. by Pete Rock. Shout out to uh, Trap because you know we're the Steiner Bros. Um, the Steiners featuring Elzai. Elzai. So if nobody knows who Elzai is, Elzai is a Detroit rapper who has also been part of Slum Village. Yeah. Okay. And has also put out an amazing album called Elmatic in 2011. You told he, me about that. That he used all Nas's beats from Elmatic, mm -hmm. maybe a couple of other beats elsewhere, and did his did it his own way. Yeah. And I own that on CD. Elzai is a fantastic rapper. And for me to see West Side Gun use a guy like Elzai on a track like this, call it the Steiners. Oof. Come on, man. And uh, he, he picks up the, from, compared to Spanish, Jesus and Brofe, he picks up the, the tempo on this. Mm -hmm. The Steiners, the way is, I think, maybe the fastest beat we get in there, right? In, on the it album, makes, no? On the album, yeah, that and maybe uh, Elizabeth. Those are the two fastest beat. But man, the Steiner's beat. How can I fucking? I I don't know how can I describe that beat. But that's more like a Pete Rock beat. Right? Yes, yes, and, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, man, it's just the again. This album is jazzy from back then, but the strings and the background. Um, The the way the Elzai just hops on it, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he just hops on it and and he never let it go. It, he never lets it go. He goes on it and and he goes flow with the beat and he never lets it go. And all his lines, I mean, Elzai is a Elzai is rapper. underrated. Is underrated as hell. Okay, and goddamn, dude, that guy. I, th I feel like he does it so easily too. I don't know why I get that feeling about him every time I hear him, but I feel like he he does it super easy and oh, and just the way he flows on it is perfect, perfect again. And West Side Gun still he gave him the first verse and then he finishes it. You know, love it. Next song, produced by Rock Marciano, featuring Rock Marciano, Rick yeah. Martel. Yeah, <laughs> another yeah. great wrestler. From the 90s, Rick Martel is yeah. very fashionably, he's a fashion wrestler. He used yeah. to come out with a mirror and look at the mirror and always wear a pink speedo. Mm -hmm. Like the song speaks for itself. Like the beat is elegant, like Rick Martel. Yeah, and that's a, and, uh, That's a Rock Marciano production, like production. With Rock Marciano, you never know what you're gonna get. I love never, it. never. You never know. Great. It's a great track. It's a great part of the album. Great part of the album to have Rock Marciano on there and Rick Martel, the wrestler, and just how Rock Marciano flows on a track. 
and just mm-hmm. how Rock Marciano produces his music, it goes hand in hand. And, and again, um, yeah, West Side Gun is amazing on this yeah, once again. The, I love um because it's such a it's such a a slow beat. It's like you're in how can I say it's like you're in the clouds. It's like a really cloudy jazzy beat, right? With the soul, the voice of a uh, soul sampled mm-hmm. again is 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 uh, is Marciano. So, and the way and this one is really is it, it is West Side Gun that comes in and what what is he, the first bar when he's like a <laughs> what did he hey, like, yo, uh, George, uh, hey, George, George Condo's Condo in the, in the condo. condo. I can cook coke with my, oh, eyes, my closed. eyes closed. And you know, he, he still is like in the clouds, you know? So George Condo's in the condo. I can cook my coke with my eyes closed. It's like, like, it, it's, like it. it's like the the instrument, like the, the, the beat is open for West Side Gun to start it off that way. Uh-huh. Yeah. So... And he lets you breathe between the bars mm-hmm. and you can, the only thing, and this is for me, the point that hurts me. Okay. Is that the 14, this song, the mixing is fucking bad. That's <laughs> all I'm going to say. I think it's done on purpose. I think so. But that fucking Marciano beat, that's Marciano verse. It's been five years, this, <laughs> the 22. I haven't heard a full bar yet. I don't think so. I'm honest with you. I, it's so tough to understand what he says. Yeah. It, it's so fucking buried. But that's the that's the lowest point for me. This song, and it's really? a rock. Mar- yeah, yeah. Because the Steven, I get it. I get the, it. The I understand where you're coming stuff. from. Uh, uh, Steiner's to Rick Martel. I get it. I get and, it. And and again, I must specify this for the listeners. I hate when dudes like me. They don't know shit about music and producing music is complaining about the fucking mixing. I get it, but I still hear the fucking song. Okay. So when I cannot hear the lyrics and the sound is so loud, like I couldn't. So this is the point. Next song produced by Static Selector, Mm -hmm. West Side. Love this track. Love, 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 love this track because. West Side Gun always puts a song like this on his album where it's very boom bap, uh, DJ style, scratches. Yep. And it's called West Side, produced by Static Selector. Static Selector, what an incredible, incredible, incredible producer. And to have him on an album like this with a standout track like West Side, amazing. Um, yeah. This is a boom bap hip hop track. Again, yeah, so... This one, Static Selector, just that boom bap feel he gave it to him. And West Side being alone on West Side, the name is West Side, so he needed to go out there. West Side, bars and, and, and 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 the the sample of somebody saying, the game. I don't know who it was. It's it a was game. a game, huh? West yeah, he says West, West Side. Yeah, I think I think when the 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 West Side like scream is maybe Fifty Cent on a, the game song, but the game is the West Side Ben had a lock bitch. That's yeah. West Side. That's that's a that's great game. track. Love having this at the end of the album. Last song of the album before the outro. Yeah, WrestleMania Twenty featuring Anderson Pack. Hold on a second. WrestleMania 20, by the way, is one of my favorite WrestleManias, number one. <laughs> number two, the main event of WrestleMania 20 was a fatal four-way, Mick Foley, Big Show, Triple H, and The Rock. Yeah. Okay? Oh, yeah. 
WrestleMania 20 was a highlight in wrestling. It was very bright. There was the green WrestleMania with the shiny green logo. What a WrestleMania. There was, I think there's a big match on, on WrestleMania 20. I think it's Chris Benoit versus Chris Jericho. I might be oh, wrong. Yes. Okay. But yep. having the last song on the album and featuring Anderson Pack. Now, the first time I saw this, and any underground hip hop fan would be like, what the fuck? Like, seriously, they would yeah. be like, what the fuck is Anderson Pack doing on a West Side Gun track? He annihilated. It all. It was incredible how you get Anderson Pack doing the chorus on here. Yeah. And he with, just gave him a couple of bars. And and it was just so clean, but grimy at the same time because the beat is so like out of the ordinary. Yeah. Like, oh shit, man. Oh no, man. And it's a, Maleko. The, and who is it produced by? One of your favorite producers, one of my favorite producers ever, Ninth Wonder. Night Wonder, dude. When did you hear a Night Wonder production song like this? Let's be honest with each other. I, 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 I I don't. Even for his own albums, he doesn't do something like close as slow like that. He like he likes the good. He he likes putting drums. He likes putting those magnificent drums. He's one of the best with the bass placement. So, uh. Yeah, no, it's still soulful as fuck. That guitar string is fucking nice. Um, and dun, yeah, dun, so dun, dun, dun. to finish it with WrestleMania 20, because WrestleMania dun, 20 dun, 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 is Chris dun. Benoit. It's Chris Benoit winning against Triple H oh, for, for the what? championship. No, Benoit. Yes, versus Triple H and Shawn Michaels. No, 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 no. Wrong WrestleMania. That's the no, year after. 20. No, WrestleMania no, no, 20. 20. WrestleMania 20 is... The, in a four-way. Go on fucking Google I'll and check write WrestleMania out. 20. But I'm telling you, that, I know my WrestleManias. He, he won that one, and Eddie Guerrero won that one as well. No, that's he WrestleMania won. 21. No, 21, you sure? Yes, no, I think I'm it's 100% 20. sure. WrestleMania 20 is the WrestleMania... Um, no, because he puts it on this... Steven, he puts it on this album for that. Because Chris Benoit won. Go check. I'm telling you. I'll go check it out. WrestleMania 20. I'll check Maybe it out you're right, right now. Fuck, I hope you're right. But, I hope it's that. Uh, what an album, man. This for a finish with Anderson Pack. I guarantee you, everyone listen to this when Anderson Pack, that chorus stays in their head. You're right. Wrestle, I, WrestleMania 20, Chris Benoit wins. Yeah, Chris Benoit WrestleMania won. 20, WrestleMania listen. 20, Chris Benoit wins the champion. You're right. You're absolutely against right. Against, against Triple H and Shawn Michaels, triple threat match. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So because this WrestleMania 20, I, I give you the DVD. Uh, you have the DVDs. Of I have the it right here next fight. to me on the left. On the so right. this one is like the one that no one speaks about because of that, of the Chris Benoit winning and the Eddie Guerrero. So that was a big moment. That was Eddie Guerrero winning against Kurt. You're Ger- right. Uh, against Kurt. I'm giving you the title. For the, uh, the WWE Championship. Yep. and. Uh, Chris Benoit won so they won together and that's yep. a huge moment and that's the finisher so again Westside Gun with his head putting Wrestlemania 20 as the end it's just the story ends it perfectly perfectly that's the first time Chris Benoit wins and then uh, Eddie Guerrero comes to the ring with Chris Benoit and the, all the confetti 
Yeah, and just to paint a picture here, because we're running uh, short on time now, so I'm going to paint a picture. I, I think this album, and then it, it finished out with the AA outro, right? Yeah. AA Rashid, produced by Ari Fraud. <laughs> so now that we did the, we went to the tracks, what this mean for rap? And okay, this means a lot because underground was stuck in one cycle. People were weren't working today together as much. Mm-hmm. And what Westside Gun did is like he took a puzzle piece. He took a puzzle that's 500 million pieces. Okay. And he did one big puzzle piece perfectly. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, so, absolutely. That's he got we talked about it. He got all those producers. Rock Marciano, Static Selector, Ari Fraud, Sadu Gold, fucking The Alchemist, okay? Nine Wonder. Nine Wonder. And he put this album, when you listen to it, and I, if I close your eyes and put this and tell you, okay, who produced this? You will tell me one producer too. You know? It's so crazy. The flow insane. of the album. The flow of the album. Um, don't want to cut you off on that, but what does this mean for hip-hop and what does this mean for the culture? It broke the barriers okay it broke the barriers it gave that so on fly god he worked with a lot of underground producers mm-hmm. and on here he pushed the envelope it broke the barriers he worked with harry fraud he worked with pure rock people were noticing what west side gun was doing this is the album that put him onto the next pedestal they put him onto the next level be- yeah. Dude, he has Anderson Pack. I remember when this album came out. Anderson Pack posted a picture with a West Side Gun hoodie. Whether it was mm-hmm. the Supreme Blind Teller, the Fly God hoodie, he was on an airplane. Anderson Pack was wearing a West Side Gun hoodie, saying yeah, that he no. just did a featuring. And okay, the, yeah, yeah, he, he broke the barriers. Huge, he, he, he 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 put hip hop on a different level with this album. Yeah, and okay. I think, and it's so grimy. It's so different. It's mm-hmm. so you're listening to this, and you're like, how could somebody really go into this and be like, and be able to listen to it? How could the hip hop fan or the fan that listens to commercial hip hop be able to sit with a project like that? It's tough. It's tough. It's, it's tough. tough. And again, I think talking about compared to a pop culture, a pop rap album. Okay, the thing that you get on this is like West Gun always been doing this. He's he doesn't want the numbers. He doesn't want every name he puts out there. Him putting a Busta Rhyme verse in the middle of his album is like a trophy for him, and he he takes pride on that. Bringing putting Jade Dickis in the intro, putting Benny the Butcher, and giving like the career that he makes for them. Like that's trophies for him, and that's something that you can't take away from him. You know, so mm-hmm. it's the uh, same thing that I, I'm gonna give a fucking a stupid ass reference, but it's the same thing like as Drake putting a featuring with Michael Jackson that fucking sucks. Okay, that's what he wanted to do, Drake. Mm-hmm. That's what hip hop is. That's what hip hop has compared to other type of music. That's one thing that hip hop brings that the others don't bring. Is that accomplishment of bringing people together, taking from every parts of bits, parts and bits, and making something about it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What does this mean? This album mean to you? And then I want you to rate the album on ten. This album, I told it in the beginning. This brought me back to underground rap. 
I wasn't listening to underground rap as much back then. I was listening to more punk. I was listening to more. Uh, I wasn't into hip hop that much. I wasn't it, and I was still listening to my old school rap. I wasn't going through. I was listening to a bit of. Of course, there was the Rock Marcy's back then. There was the Alchemist. Mm-hmm. Um, there was Action Bronson. I was uh, Danny Brown. I was being into TDE. I was huge on TDE, but. This brought me back to like, okay, let me go and check this bus, Benny the Butcher. Let me check this uh, Crime Apple. Oh, shit, Elzai is fucking crazy. Let me go back and listen to Elzai shit. That's what it brings to me. And that's what I think brought to the game. And that's what the big Mm -hmm. impact had on me. So what do you give this album on 10? This is still my favorite West Side Gun album. Mm -hmm. Till this day, I think. You've always said that to me. And it's, I don't know, I, it's tough to me. I'm super biased because usually the first album I listen from an artist is usually my favorite. I don't know why, but this to me is his best album. I give it a 10. I, I think it's a 10 and maybe a, a 9.5 because of the mixing. But <laughs> again, it's an underground rap. The mixing is gonna be shit. It's like expected, but it gives me the it gave me the like it gives me a nineties grimy rap hip hop and a like super punk album like the one minute song. Yep, you know the super dark songs. That's a one minute breaker. It just goes in, fucking hit you in the face. Go back another song. To you, what's your note on this? To me, it means. It means so much to me because of the wrestling references, number one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Number two, because I was a West Side Gun fan before this album came out and this being anticipated for me going in and being like, yo, this is fucking insane. Like, this is fucking grimy. This is insane. How could a man create an album like this and be at that level and be able to accomplish what he's accomplished on this and to have the Jada Kisses and to have the Buster Rhymes and to have the Pete Rock Alchemist production, Pete, uh, Ninth Wonder production. Like, it's like, it's like big for a hip hop fan. It's, it's, if you think of it, if you're a hip hop fan and you listen to this album, go look at, don't just look at West Side Gun, go look at what he did with this album and who he had as production and who he had as featurings, it brings a lot to the table. So to me, it's just like, it's fucking like, I'm going to put this album if I'm going on a road trip because it's lengthy. It's 52 minutes and it's mm-hmm. great. And you get so much different stuff on this. And the way he was pushing Benny on this album, the way he was pushing different artists on this album, like crime Apple, like it's huge because he didn't want to stand out. He still stood out, but he didn't want to stand out and he was pushing different people. Look at what Benny did after this, Tana Talk 3. And we're, we're going to do an episode 55-year anniversary on Tana Talk 3. But he like really put focus on different people on here and he, cre- he created an album with this. So I got to give it a 9.5. And that 0.5 would probably be, I don't know. I, I'm, a, I'm surprised. I'm giving it a, like a 9.5 on this. You're surprised. How the fuck are you surprised? You For fucking, the 0.5. But, so what's, what, what's, your, what's the thing that makes you 
the point five. What you think is the low point of the album? The low point would probably be Rick Martel and mm -hmm. maybe even the Steiner Bros. As much as I love the song, it just kind of like drops, mm -hmm. but it picks up after with West Side and WrestleMania 20. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and also, it lost a point five because he made me spend a fuck ton of money on buying the CDs. <laughs> so, like, I have both covers on CD and I spent $150 on each cover. So he, you're losing a point five on making me spend all that money. Yeah. Um, top five favorite songs. Go. Top five. And is it in order or not? No, not in, not order. in order. It's is, is it Elizabeth. Yeah. God's Own Bleed. The Steiners. Mean Gene. And WrestleMania 20. Really? Huh? Yeah. And. I think I said not in order, but I think that's pretty much the Elizabeth is oh, incredible. Him alone, guys don't bleed. Benny the Butcher, JD Kiss, Steiner's is the beat with that Elzai flow. I just love how he flows on that. Mean Gene is what attracted me to him. That's execution music. And then you get WrestleMania 20. It's a nine wonder beat and it's a great finisher. So for me, top five. Uh I would say Gods Don't Bleed, RVD. Mm. You know RVD. Yeah. You know RVD yeah. for me. Uh, Brass Face Brippler. Oof, yep. Elizabeth. And the last one is a... Is a It's, it's, it's a throw up between WrestleMania 20 and Amherst Station. Yeah, me too. That's the two that like, they're, yeah, right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's crazy when you do a top five. It's crazy when you do a top five and you can't pick, pick the songs. Dude, you put Steiners, you put Mean Gene. Like, yeah. like Mean Gene. Come on. What a beat. It's, it's a minute 30. You know, what I, you know what? The last song is probably between WrestleMania 20, Dean Malenko, and Hammer Station. Mm. So, so where, do, where do you put this album in the in the Griselda catalog? Top three. Top really? three. Top three. Top three. Easily, I would put it like with the Tana Talk 3. And I would put it, man, it's tough. I, you know, my Conway favorite album is the Black Tape. So I would put it in, in those three. Speaking of Black Tape, did you know in 2018, Griselda's run was insane? Okay. Mm -hmm. Conway put out Black Tape, Everybody is Food. Oof. Okay. Everybody is food too. Eat what you kill. All right. Benny the Butcher put out Benny the Butcher and 38 Spesh stabbed and shot. He put out Tana Talk 3. He put out a friend of ours. Oof. Okay. Okay. Tell me how fucked up that is. Okay. Yeah, and West Side good album, man. And West Side Gun put out Supreme Blind Tell and Hitler Wears Hermes Six. Mm. Okay. What a run. 
That's incredible, man. Hermes, Hermes 6 is probably up there when it's best project as well. It's, it's crazy to me. It's crazy to me what this guy has done for hip hop as a whole. As a whole. Okay. Anything you want to bring else? Anything you want to talk about? No, I think we covered it. I think we covered it. I think people should listen to it. I, I mean, if our listeners haven't listened to it, is this you the get album? A full, a full episode. Now we'll get into it. Is this the album to listen to uh, for West Side Gun? Like, if you're going to go up to somebody and be, hey, man, you should get into West Side Gun, is this the album you're going to give them? That's a good. No, I will still give him Pray for Paris. Really, huh? Because yeah, it's more, it's easier it's, to listen to? Easier to listen to, easier to listen to. Then if he likes Pray for Paris, I would go Supreme Bayata. Okay. Yeah, that would be my, Pray for Paris because it's the more reachable one. And then I would go with the Supreme Bayata. Okay. Definitely. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen. What, you want a quick five minutes on what you've been listening to? Uh, two minutes? Quick, what I've been fire. listening to, I've been listening to Supreme Blind Tell, Queens of the Stone Age. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Queens of the Stone Age have a new album coming out this Friday. Uh, and just a bunch of other shit randomly. You? Rancid, Rancid put out a new album. Oh, I need to listen to that. I yeah, need Ran- to listen to that. Rancid put out a new album. It's great. It's 29 minutes. It's quick and easy. Sublime put a new album. I went to buy it at Archambault. On CD? That- on CD, that CD place look is two rows. It's two rows. It's nothing else. So new Sublime album. It's a live version. Love it. <laughs> French um, people don't buy CDs no more. I don't know what's wrong with people. No, no, no. Sublime. I've been listening to a lot. Uh, Mickey Diamond. Uh, Nobody bleeds like Flair, and the uh, oh Incendiary. It's a like metal hardcore. Okay. It's Incendiary. Love that. It just came out. It's a fucking thirty minute album. Ten songs. Beautiful, violent. Malenko, I think we're done. I think we're pretty much done. We did it. It's a five-year anniversary. We'll do it for the 10 years. Five-year anniversary episode. West Side Gun, Supreme Blind Tell, Chris Benoit, God is the greatest. We can never be friends. The merch that came out for this, the CDs that came out for this, the vinyl that came out for this. This is a huge, huge staple in hip hop for all you sucker motherfuckers that I would backhand that don't listen to good hip hop. Put on Supreme Blind Tell. You might learn a thing or two. Okay. Yep. And Google, Google, because you won't understand the lyrics. <laughs> Just Google. Okay. <laughs> there you go, man. This Two was bricks, fun. I'll stretch it to five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is what it is, man. Thank you to Westside Gun. Thank you to all the producers on this album. Thank you for releasing this album for a fiend, loser, geek, human being like myself who waits on a computer for rappers like Westside Gun to put out albums and is excited and is on his computer waiting for this album to come out. I want to just thank you, West Side Gun, for putting out music like this because you have changed my life. 
You have made yeah. me have friendships with Malenko. You have made me have friendships where me and Malenko are in a car going to Boston for six yeah. hours, continuously listening to Griselda music. So I just yeah. want to thank you, West Side Guns, for putting out music like this and changing my whole life. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you. Me, I, you can you couldn't put it in a better, better, better way than that. Malenko, thank you for doing this episode with me. This is our second 50-year anniversary album. Get yeah. ready because what's coming up in November, huh? I can't wait. I cannot wait. I cannot okay. wait. Because that time of talk, three episodes, 50-year anniversary is coming up. Coming. And if thank you, you wanna... for having me, man. Thank hey, you yo. for having me. And, and and people are listening. Thank you as well, man. Thank you for listening to do us two fucking nerd wrestling fucking losers. No, I'm talking kidding. about that shit. <laughs> Getting geek because a song is called Sabu and we're freaking out. I'm looking right now in my room of disastrous of a Chris Benoit toy with the wrestling championship on it <laughs> uh, to the right RVD with the IC champion. And I have a bunch of wrestlers still in their box. Okay. Yeah. West side thank gun. You. So pre blind tell God is the greatest Malenko. I thank you. We've done it. It is what it is. Peace fly. God peace. <laughs>